Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Culture Club. I'm Elliot Danker together with Timothy Goh. And get this, the World Economic Forum reports that the global gender gap will take 135.6 years to close at the current eight. Well, ongoing wars and conflicts are exacerbating humanitarian needs and economic instability. And the World Bank notes that many developing countries are also struggling to return to pre-pandemic growth levels. So how can one emerge as an effective leader in such turbulent times. Well, our next guest, Women's Livelihood Bond, has revolutionized impact investing, mobilizing over $128 million to benefit 1.3 million women globally and elevate their economic independence all without a single loss. Well, it's part of her impact investment exchange and the Orange Movement, which she founded to embrace the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal of Gender Equality. And it's all thanks to her Passion, resilience, equitable, maverick leadership methodology, or we like to call that PREM methodology. We have on the line Doreen Sharnas, who is founder and CEO of Impact Investment Exchange and Impact Investment Foundation. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, good, Elliot. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the call. I love this topic. First, tell us about Impact Investment Exchange as well as the Impact Investment Exchange Foundation, IIX. Absolutely. So I founded it uh, 14 years ago. Really, this is after the 2008 financial crisis, really with the thought of how can we make finance do good. So it really was at the intersection of finance combined with climate action and the gender equality, and then also really ensuring that the underserved communities are part of it. And I think, you know, it's really nice that we have been able to not only make finance do good, but in a very big way. So that's on the IX side. And IX Foundation is actually our nonprofit arm, which really works at the ground level in creating livelihood for women in the underserved community, including in Singapore. We have done quite a bit of work on that. So for us, it really is about, you know, how to make finance do good. And we have been very, very successful at that. And thank you for mentioning the Women's Livelihood Bond. We just closed another $100 million bond last week. So now we have put out in the market from IX over close to almost half a billion dollars. And it's quite remarkable, you know, impacting over 160 million people across Asia, Africa, Africa and Pacific. So, Doreen, tell me about your impact investing strategy. What, how do you define this? So what we actually do is we measure the impact that these investments are going to make. That means that we really go down to the ground level and we measure the change in the lives and also in the environment due to this investment. And we actually have it verified. So there are all these indicators that we have and we have a platform to measure that. We use mobile phone to basically get the verification from the last mile. And what we have been able to do is we've been able to take that and make that as a part part of the what in finance is known as portfolio theory and really sort of saying, okay, it's not just about risk and return, but it's actually about risk, return and impact and showing the correlation. So if you think about it, even in sort of, a, you know, lay person knowledge, if you create more impact, you know, in a community level, 
to an organization, that organization, people will love to make sure that it grows, right? They'll, they'll love to make sure that, you know, this is something that's part of the community. And that's exactly what we have done. And on top of that, we have focused on the groups which have been usually excluded, you know, like women, you know, like underserved communities. So really giving inclusion a big focus and saying these are the things that de-risks an investment. And we are measuring it. We're making it a part of the whole narrative and also the financial equation. And it has worked. So we're very, very excited that, you know, we've been able to prove what may seem like a crazy, crazy thing. But, you know, it works to be inclusive. Doreen, we're about four minutes into this conversation. And I'm captivated by the passion in your voice. Oh, but you're so sweet. That, that, that <laughs> passion you. definitely comes from, I don't know, there was a spark somewhere, wasn't it? There, there has to be some kind of a life experience that made you want to take on this path. Any chance you could share that with us? No, absolutely. I mean, I've lived in Singapore for 19 years. And of course, it's an amazing, amazing country. But I have really lived around the world. And I'm originally from Bangladesh. And as we know, we have a lot of... Uh, my fellow Bangladeshis, you know, who are here, who are building the country and I'm very proud of it. And I think for me, it really was this whole notion of coming from a country There was, you know, we had went through war, we went through uh, famine, we went through all these hurdles of economic development. So really sort of saying, okay, what can actually bring all of this in the level of being able to make the world a better place and make countries like this be able to participate in it? And if you think about it, the bottom line is actually the financial system. So really it became my quest to see how how I can do this. So I actually ended up working my first job. I went to the U.S. on my own. And my first job out of university was uh, in Morgan Stanley in New York. And there were very few women. This is 34 years ago. And trust me, very few women of color. And I took that and went back to Bangladesh and worked at Grameen Bank, which gave these tiny, tiny loans to the rural women. So I always say that this journey of from Wall Street to Back Street really is what shaped me. And years later, I created IAX, which again, you know, our motto is connecting Wall Street to Backstreet. So it really is the fact that you can actually create an inclusive table where everyone has a seat. All right. This is very interesting that we wanted to talk to you about investing in women and the environment. How does it always generate a positive ROI? I think it's very important to actually understand the correlation of the both because where we operate, we operate at the intersection of gender equality and climate action because we sincerely believe, and numbers show it, and, and actually, you know, if you look at case studies, it shows it, where women get impacted more by the adversity of climate change. So case in point, if you look at all these places in Africa where now it's become more desertification, you know, due to deforestation, women are having to now walk on average eight hours a day just to get a bucket of water, mm. right? Because it's the women's job to go and get the water, I mean, sadly. So it's a, it's a small example, but if you, if you just add up those drops of water, you can actually see, my goodness, this is really impacting women so much more. It's keeping them from schools. It's keeping them from progressing in life. Mm. So for us, it really is the fact that how can we actually make women a part of the sustainable solution for climate action? And that's something that we have done. So we have also really, really focused on ensuring, if you look at the research, that when women are part of the equation, you know that community will be involved. So case in point, you know, we closed this $100 million bond last Friday, and part of the proceeds are going to low-income housing, which are eco-friendly. This is in um, Cambodia. And then also, interestingly, we actually ensure that all the assets, the housing actually is, is put on the name of the women mm-hmm. who will ensure, you know, that the environmental goals are actually met. So 
we are using women as a way to also ensure that that effective climate action you know actually happens so for us we you know we don't see women as victims we mm-hmm. see them as the solution providers hmm. and if you're going to have a planet that works we need to have the other half be part of it as well okay okay i i, I like where this is going and personally at home i, I let my wife be the chief sustainability officer yeah. it's changed my habits i'm not going to lie there during right. you come from the point where you as a woman is trying to push women to be that solution would it help or do you hope to see a situation where it's the men that are pushing women to be the solution so that other men would join in, you know, and... and, and no, absolutely. And I don't up. think men need to push the women. I think men need to be there with them doing it, okay. right? So okay. I think I think we're all, you know, this is again about equality and uh, in every way possible. So absolutely. And I think, listen, I mean, if we had, you know, women in, as a part of the economy, I mean, you know, we would actually see that every economy would be flourishing, right? And yes. now it's time we made that into uh, something of uh, the determinant yeah. of us as we move forward. Forward. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to say it shouldn't be one gender's problem. It should be yeah, all of no, our absolutely. problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think I do want to actually kind of mention, you know, it's the holiday season and all of us are kind of thinking about, you know, how to do good things, etc. So I would actually urge your listeners to actually focus on how to do good with their investment as well because we are sitting in Singapore yep. we have you know a lot of very a lot of wealth sitting here yeah. and the reality is you know that wealth can be actually used on an investment side very effectively to make things better in Singapore but also outside in all the all the countries that Singapore actually trades with and actually is very much you know in contact with during let's talk about your innovative financial initiatives here that you've spearheaded women's livelihood bond for example and orange bond initiative how do you encourage women to get into this basically you know we started this seven years ago and our first bond was eight and a half million and now we just closed our sixth one which was 100 million and we have just to these bonds alone we have put out 228 million dollars in the market what we do is we basically um, these are multi-country multi-sector bonds which where we pull together a group of SMEs from all the various countries and we really align them on one goal which is creating livelihood for women in the last mile and it has been remarkable because we have been able to really bring all these different SMEs from various countries come together and we de-risk the portfolio that way. So it's 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 very innovative. It has gotten many, many awards. And uh, for us, what's really exciting is given the success of the bond, because we have never had a single credit loss. Now, a group of you know partners have come together ourselves, this big law firm, Sherman and Sterling, U.S. government, the Australian government. So we have all come together in Z Bank and we have created a whole new asset class, which now has been accepted in the market called the orange bond so orange bond actually is the in sits in the intersection once again of gender equality and climate action so you know of green bond but there also has been a lot of criticism of green bond there's green washing and there's yes. not you know a verification etc so those are very much a part of orange bond but very very importantly this is something to basically make sure that the global south is a part of the equation so if you think about it with the whole green bond initiative, everything comes from the global north. So it is also for us to say, you know, we can do these things also in the global south. You know, we are smart. You know, we have we have the the ability to do all this. So it's the first time a new asset class has been born from the global south. So we're very proud of that. And now a lot of the bonds across the globe they're now slowly turning into orange, and uh, and you'll see more and more of that. And our bonds, of course, are listed on the Singapore Stock Exchange. So we're very proud of 
noted that Singapore is the first one which listed orange bonds. All right. And you recently wrote a book called The Defiant Optimist. Help us understand this concept of uh, defiant optimism. Well, you know, it's again, there are two words which may be they seem kind of opposing, but in a, it comes together in a beautiful way if you look, you know, kind of under the hood, because you really need to be defiant to change a system. And in this case, of course, my life quest has been to change the financial system to make it inclusive. And you do need the optimism, you know, when you're an entrepreneur like me, because you have to have that goal and that dream and the mission, but you actually have to be, you know, very determined to get there because trust me, you you know, it's not an easy path. So you have to have that optimism, you know, along the way. So it's really my life journey, but in a wonderful way, what I tried to do was really be inclusive and explaining finance for anyone who reads it and really sees how they can make finance do good. All right. We've been speaking with Doreen Shanaz, who is founder and CEO of Impact Investment Exchange, IIX, as well as the IIX Foundation. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.